You're listening to the Logan City Limits Artist Interview Series in collaboration with the Aggie Radio Podcast Network and the Utah Statesman. Saying and spelling your name for me and giving me your preferred pronouns. Yes, yeah, so I'm Alec Nelson, A L E K N E L S O N, and he. And I'm Spencer Felix, S P E N C E R F E L I X, he, him. And I am Nicole Steinke, N I C O L E S T E I N I C K E. My pronouns are she, they. Miles Larkin, M-I-L-E-S-L-A-R-K-I-N, pronouns he, him. Perfect. Okay, so first of all, I wanted to talk about, we call this the good house, where we're sitting. Can I hear more about why that's its name? It's a recent development. <laughs> it is. So, Nicole and I moved into this house in October, and it quickly became Good Color Headquarters because we originally had rehearsed and had a lot of gear at Spencer's parents basement and as wonderful of a space as that was because let's be real in some ways it was even more functional it's also amazing to have our own space so we felt like this house deserved a name and we were like it deserves its own name even outside of good color because it can't just be like the good color house because this is a hundred year old home and it has its own identity too outside of us so I put up an Instagram question like, what should we name this house? And multiple people said the good house. And I was like, that's good enough because it references good color, but it's also just like a really good house. And it's been here for a hundred years. So that's how I feel. That's why it's the good house. It was kind of like a popular vote, but also it felt right. I love it. That's so sweet. Yes. Perfect. So the reason I'm here is for Logan City Limits. I know this isn't your guys' first show at all in Logan, but have you guys ever been in Logan City Limits before, all together? No. It's actually kind of funny. I'm that is a funny story, actually. Officially, no, but actually, our very first experimental show ever, as like a testing out the waters of like, if we wanted to do this, we played a set on a Thursday at Logan City Limits, but it was like during the day. It wasn't officially a part of Logan City Limits. It wasn't like on the poster or anything. And people just kind of ate food while we played. It almost had an open mic feel. Yeah. I was there watching. Alec hadn't joined the band <laughs> yet, and he didn't know that someday he would, but he was in the audience at the time. It was my TV. It was very cute. He was front row. Mm-hmm. You were at a table working on something. Yeah. So in a lot of ways, it's kind of fun because it feels full circle. Yeah, that's true. We kind of did, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of true. That's <laughs> so nice. Yeah, so, but that was interesting that only you and I were in the band at that time. Yeah. No, and I was in the band. You were she, was, band. she was. But you had recently joined. Very recently. Very recent. And then by our next show, he had barely joined. I have a hard time remembering all that. It was just weird. Yeah, I think that's... You are the band. I was like... Um, You're I like, played, excuse me. I'm like, I played in that show. <laughs> I was trying to remember the full band at that point because it was like, we went through a little shuffle. It's a thing. Yeah, most of the audience was actually people that I was working with at the time. Yeah, I met your mom. My mom, and, my mom came, yeah. That was cute. I'm slowly remembering things. So that's like the complicated answer to that question. I like that. That shouldn't be complicated. No, that was perfect. So when did um, 
You come into the band then. Um, I joined. I like first got connected in May, then officially joined around June. I think. Um, I knew Spam from the yoga minor on campus mainly, um, and then. I had posted I had posted some music related things on Instagram before and so like Spen and I had chatted about that. And then in June or May, I think it was May, um, Bleachers, Spen's favorite band and definitely one of my like one of my top <laughs> bands on Spotify and stuff. Um, they were doing a live stream and I had seen it and I thought about doing it myself, but then he posted on his it was story. Close friends story. Yeah, his close friends because we had met at Spirit Go. And that made us close friends. Before. Yeah. Um, anyway, he said, hey, I'm buying this stream if anyone wants to come watch. And I was like, well, I might as well do it for free not with other people than watching it for myself. And so I came to their house or their previous campus. Yep. And so, yeah, that was the first time I met them. At Aggie Village. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Campus groom. Uh, yeah. And then... They talked about their band and then I came and like sat in on a rehearsal because I wasn't committed yet. <laughs> it was probably a, one or two rehearsals before I was finally. It just had the fortune of being, that was about two weeks before, or one week before our very first like live sound show. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'd also like the record to reflect that Alec was the only one who said, I'm coming to the Bleacher's live stream. So out of all the people that were invited, Alec was the only one that said, I accept and I will go. Yeah. And he showed up and he never left and we love him for that. That's so hard. Did you guys say you met at Spirit Goat? So uh, we, we met originally in the yoga studies minor. We had a bunch of classes together and by a bunch, I mean, maybe two or three. Yeah. And he graduated right after graduation. We were both in Logan for the summer. We ran into each other at Spirit Goat. And that's when I added him to my close friend store because I was like, I want him to be my close friend. And then I said, anyone want to go to Bleachers? Yeah. And he was like, I don't know Bleachers. And so he came over to Nicole and Niles' place at Aggie Village. And that is the story. And that was like, it was probably June. within a week. It was June. It was very quick. 2021. Nicole, Nicole is here for the exact dates. So you can eventually piece it all together from this jumble. Amazing. I got you. What else would you like to know, Carly Price? I'm really excited to hear about your guys' day yesterday. I heard you wrapped up a new album. <laughs> That's so exciting. Oh. Big deep breath. Big deep breath. We had a seven hour session with Benton Wood, who's mixing and mastering our album. And we got through just about all of it. Yeah. So we're talking, we're days away from the final product, which is exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it's still got a little bit of tweaking. Oh yeah, baby tweaks. Yeah, nothing crazy. He got out. Okay, good God. <laughs> so he'll, he'll, he'll go get a dog. Perfect. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that's that's um that was our day yesterday from 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. We were in and out of Benton Woods home studio, sitting there with our six tracks and going over each one and picking them like yeah, picking them apart and pulling off the fruit like um, an apple tree and just filling our baskets with everything we wanted. And soon we're making a lot of applesauce at Logan City Limits. How about soon? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So we get to hear the new the new album at Logan City Limits? Yes, we will release it before the show. 
Mm-hmm. What else can we expect to hear there? There's going to be at least one song that's not on this album. We originally thought it might be, but it has been pushed forward to a, a, fr- the a next future album. project. Yeah, That is true. So mm-hmm. there will be one kind of band's tradition we have so far, which is playing uh, the first song that we wrote together as a band. Um, uh, that's very special to us. So the encore song of our show will not be a part of the record, but just about everything else will be. And we may have a few surprises, maybe a cover or two. We haven't decided yet. Um, yeah, that's our next project. <laughs> and by that I mean we're very capable and we're very ready for the show. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I we're don't th- doubt it. Yeah. By the time the show it. arrives, I'll mean what I just said. <laughs> I believe it right now. That's perfect. I'm really interested too in hearing the the meaning behind the rhombus. Yo. Sorry, Miles found out that it's actually not a rhombus. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, That's the pop thickens. So, what yeah. Is it again, so, shape? since it's not a rhombus, what do we call it? <laughs> we just call it a rhombus? The quadrilateral. It's just a quadrilateral. Quadrilateral. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we can start calling it a quadrilateral. That's a, It's that's more of a mouthful. <laughs> that's what it technically is. That's, it's How cool. technical do we want to be? Extremely. It's it's a quadrilateral, and it started off, um, I believe, Miles. It was kind of your creation to begin with, yeah. I believe. There's a there's a there's a stumbling upon this shape and kind of what it meant for for me, and I I like the shape. I think it's a striking yet familiar shape for some reason, and we used it on the Goldilocks single cover. And the shape stuck with us. Yeah. And as we uh, commissioned our uh, album cover to a Salt Lake City artist, we told them that we were still open to keeping that quadrilateral shape. And her name is Alexis Rausch. She's wonderful. She made a gorgeous album cover that has uh, that quadrilateral as the centerpiece. So it's kind of stuck as a repeating, striking and familiar shape to represent our band. That's super cool. I love it. So with Logan City Limits, like I'm sure you guys have seen the lineup and you're familiar with some of the bands. Um, have you guys played with a lot of the bands before that are going to be there? Good question. Uh, so for our release show, um, we just reached out to artists that we feel really strongly about and really admire. Uh, the first one opening for us is a childhood friend of Nicole. Do you want to speak about You want to talk about Tim for a minute? Yeah, so Tim, Tim Tincher, he, we actually met working at H&M together. Um, when I was in high school and I was really depressed and had no friends and we became really good friends and started hanging out all the time. Um, I, I, I vowed I hated pop music and he was a Britney Spears stan and I was just a little confused and he took me on my journey of loving pop and showed me his music. He'd already had, he already had an album out at the time and he's released I don't want to get it wrong. Is it four other albums since then? Four other, yeah. He's got five albums. <laughs> he, he's um, got a. He's got a lot. He's a distinguished he just, artist. He can't stop. Like that's like all he does is make music and and works really hard. Um. Anyway, I love him. We spent a lot of time together. Um, the summer of twenty fifteen, 
And yeah, so he's never, I think he has played like little things live, like just mostly like karaoke, like play, like not karaoke, but like sang to his minus track because he makes all of his music on his computer. He doesn't play any instruments. Um, and so we kind of approached him and we're like, we really want you to play live. We've been, I've been telling him that for years. And finally I was like, me and him sat down and I'm going to be performing with him. Um, so I'm going to be playing the synth, the, the synth, um, in his music. And I kind of like designed the sounds to match what he already has. Um, so we're going to be performing first, me and Tim. It's very cute. That's so sweet. That's it's a, awesome. It's especially cute. He's, um, he's really something. Like when I heard him sing in person for the first time, I was blown away. You were yeah. like, wait, none of this is auto-tuned? Like, none of his this voice is gorgeous. You hear it on the record and you're like, he's got a lot of effects on this or something. But like you hear it in person, you're like, it's just kind of a mesmerizing voice. We're, we're pulling him out of the shadows and we're like, Tim, you're getting on stage in front of a lot of people and you're going to blow them away. So he's just a phenomenal uh, bedroom pop artist. We love him. We love him. And then the second band that we're playing uh, with is Kim Lodge. And I just became best friends with Jordan over the phone, the singer of that band. I heard their debut single, Snake Root, and I was immediately interested. And then they released Team Life, and I was hooked. Their sound is so impressively deliberate and intentional and artistically satisfying. And I've never met anybody in the band, actually. Maybe one of them. Uh, but I just reached out and I was like, hey, will you play with us for our release show? And uh, Jordan was like, yeah, we'll do it. And we've just been on the phone ever since talking plans and having a good time. And we're excited to meet them for the first time when we play a show. So to answer your question, yeah, we, we met him. You two met him. They went to a show and he was there. Yeah. But to shortly answer your question, no, we haven't played with really with either of these bands before. And then um, I know a bunch of the artists playing on Saturday. Um, but yeah, like it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of new stuff. No, not really. So no. But we we went and saw Rick Nominee together at yeah. Hillby Ford. Yeah, that's fine. And he'll and he'll be the sandwich meet between our bread and the Saturday's bread. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. we'll be playing Thursday night, so that'd be fun. And it's fun to see Rip Mommy doing so well. Because yeah. like years ago, Nicole and I went and saw him at Wise with Sound. Tim. With Tim, that's Tim crazy. drove up here. That's right. Um, because he was in Layton. There wasn't a very big crowd, but you know those were the days. And the mix. <laughs> and the days are different. The mix wasn't great. I shouldn't say that. No, it's it fine. Wonderful. It's fine. It's cool to see like artists in like a small place get to a big place and be like, yeah, I it's see you. Not, they're they're fantastic. And then we saw them again at like the Kill the Block party. Or yeah, something. I've seen them a few times. Yeah, so fun stuff. It's like how you guys said it really is all like so cool. Um, I've heard a lot of you guys talk about like other people's music and what it's like and things you're really excited about for it. So how do you guys how would you guys describe your own music? We have a blanket statement genre. Don't we? Yeah, yeah. I say <laughs> it's so hard because we draw from a lot of influences, and and I think that a lot of them, if not all of them, can be heard to a degree on the record. But I think as a blanket statement, dream pop is probably the closest it gets to our sound. Um, but yeah, it's experimental. It's it's by definition indie. It's yeah. It's got a lot of flavors in the album, lots of colors. It's a good start to the band and a good general display of the kinds of sounds we'll be making yeah. in all of their different directions and in all of our artistic explorations. 
So cool. So kind of a final wrap up. What can we expect to see? The show. We have some new music coming out. We have some new bands. Let's all go around and say one thing that could be expected. Like from the show itself or from, oh yeah, or just from us. I love both. I mean, I'm really, really, really excited about our merch. Our merch is not absent. Like, yes. that's, <laughs> not, like, I'm excited about our music, uh, but that's like come, goes without saying. The end of that comment, though, I hear you. Guys, I think that's everything I had to be recorded. Please do a follow-up interview with us. Thank you for listening to the Logan City Limits Artist Interview Series in collaboration with the Aggie Radio Podcast Network and the Utah Statesman. Listen to this artist play at Logan City Limits happening April 14th through 16th all around USU and Logan. Interviews from the other artists can be found at usustatesman.com.